Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio Show. My name is Minister G.R. Harden, and I thank you all for tuning in. <clears throat> all right, we got it together now. All right, I had a little echo going on. Uh, good evening, and welcome to the Holy Spirit Blog Talk Radio Show. My name is Minister G.R. Harden, and I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a wonderful show uh, for you this Sunday afternoon, and really a show that was inspired, really, uh, by the sister. Um, by the name of Sheila Smitherman, and um, one of my Facebook friends, because I, I was I was going to do a show um, about the um, school lunch program and and uh, what they're doing with, with, with this year, <laughs> threatening to um, um, if the parents don't pay the uh, debt owed for the school lunches. What uh, one city I think in Pennsylvania was threatened threatening to take the kids in foster care. <laughs> so I'm going to bring you that show uh, later on in the, in the upcoming week. Uh, wonderful show, man, and, and so amazing that um, the evils of this world. Uh, but nevertheless, this show tonight uh, was really, again, dedicated to this sister, Sheila. Uh, she's, in, she's a nurse, RN, in Alabama. But she posed a question about when did honor and respect uh, become, and I'm paraphrasing, she basically was asking, when, when did honor and respect become so uh, cliche, so so taboo? And that's a powerful question. Because as we know now, we, we, we look around and, and what's been going on uh, worldwide uh, dealing with black culture, uh, black people, uh, black children missing, but particularly our black women. Because many questions she poses, it stems from talking about relationships and, and having a relation or, you know, a relation with someone over just a, a physical, but a spiritual relation. Understanding first, you, you, have to understand, you have to know the person. See if you connect. Not on, not on, you know, just on a physical level, but on a spiritual level. And can you be a protector, provider, an educator, a builder, huh? Entrepreneur. So often we, we get so twisted up with, with all this media, and 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 the music and 
what we see on television and the athletes and everybody just living their best life. And I, I, I did a show on that a few days ago. Just stunning. No love. Not even romance. People ain't even dating no more. They're just going out on, on a date to get to know somebody. I'm listening to pa- Pandora uh, the other day. I'm listening to, to, you know, these songs coming on. And, you know, I don't listen to the radio a whole lot, so I, I, I couldn't tell you uh, what the name of the song is and so on and so forth. But I, I know the damn artist. So I'm, I'm listening to this song that Tank, Tank's an R.B. singer, wonderful singer. And he hooked up with some, I don't know who the hell he hooked up with, some 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 jackass. And he got some song where he's on there just blurting the word out, fuck and fuck. Pardon my French people, I apologize for that. But he's just going on and on, cursing about about sexing someone, even though she got a boyfriend. But he can do it better than a boyfriend. Then behind that, another song come on, Chris Brown. Every word out of his mouth, he called a woman a bitch. He called it his own woman a bitch. Then he called a girl who, who tried to come between him a bitch. And this is subconsciously feeding his spirit. If all you black women out there tell myself, he ain't talking to me, I just like to be. You lost your mind. Because you ride your silly behind in that car with them babies in the back seat, and you think it's cute when they start singing the same stupid song you sing. And I know I know this this topic tonight is about the black woman and protecting the black woman, but I just had to say that because I'm really gonna go in on black men tonight. So I titled this show. Do black men hate black women? Because they show us how they protect them. The part of black male and female relationship is in grave danger. And yet most black folks are focusing on getting the bag. Everybody, get the bag, get the bag. Let me tell you something about getting the bag. While your silly ass is getting the bag, white man got the bank. So he tossed you a little bag from the fucking vault. So shut the hell up about getting a damn bag. You always, you're always thinking petty, small, but you think it's big. Got to get the bag. Hell, he got the bag. Whew. Like I said, they, they're talking about getting the bag, but what good is that, that bag when you steal in return, you return the money back to your oppressors? You all, you all over, over there in Italy, fronting, stunting, in, in, in Paris and France, fronting, stunting, buying Louis Vuitton, Versace, half that stuff I can't even pronounce, giving it right back to them. Bless yourself, have, you, have your conditions changed for the better? Are you happier with the bag or that false bag? What about your children? And your children's children. Black folks always thinking that you gotta leave a legacy, leave a legacy. And they think the legacy is just money. The legacy is your culture, fool. And I'm not talking about clothing and, and music. 
your culture. White folks call it tradition. You don't have none because you, you, you can't wait to get the hell away from your grandparents, big mama, uh-uh, that, that, that back then. Everybody else, Italians, Jews, Germans, everybody else stick with their culture or their tradition except black folks. Always want to change up shit but ain't doing nothing. Like, like It's like hopping in a car and spinning in circles of donut. That's what you do. But you think you've done something different. Because the car moving, but your ass ain't, ain't moved one iota. I'm going to take this break, man. I'm going to come back. And I'm going to deal with these articles that, 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 that um, is talking about the risk of why, when we don't protect the black woman, what the hell your ass is going to be up against if you don't turn around and stand up for, for these black for women. And I mean quick and in a, and in a hurry. Back in just a moment. Ruffin, a.k.a. Tuesday, founded the Women's Era, which 
policies that was also instrumental in women of color campaigning for rights and representation, as well as fostering uplift and education in their own communities. And it was through these clubs that badass journalists and suffragists Ida B. Wells spread her impassioned anti-lynching speech, helping found even more clubs around the country along the way. And in 1896, Wells, Tuesday, along with Francis B. W. Harper and Harriet Tubman, yes, that Harriet Tubman, and others got together and formed the National Association of Colored Women, which is an organizing body to promote racial equality and suffrage across the club. A daughter of former slaves who grew up amidst Jim Crow era prejudice, Mary Church Terrell served as the NACW's first president, and in that role, she continually emphasized to their white suffragist counterparts the dual sexual and racial barriers women of color face, especially considering how prominent leaders like Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton weren't exactly woke to it. A white woman has only one handicap to overcome, a great one through her sex. A colored woman faces two, her sex and her race. Even behind the scenes of the 1913 Women's Suffrage Parade in D.C., where this iconic photo was taken, Segregation was alive and not so well, with organizers requesting Ida B. Wells and her Alpha Suffrage Club contingent effectively move to the back of the bus and march separately from the white ladies. But Wells, per usual, was having none of it and marched at the front of the parade anyhow. Finally, the 19th Amendment was ratified in 1920 at long last granting suffrage, but women of color weren't in the clear. Almost immediately, southern states in particular began passing legislation to disenfranchise black voters, a discriminatory turn of events that along with segregation and persistent race-based violence would eventually pave the way for second wave feminism. Call it hanger. I was a spoiler alert. So amazing. I just wanted to bring you all that to understand the, the, the power of the black woman and, and, and what they've done and how much they have already achieved uh, and, and, and also uh, with, with the feminist movement, uh, because this, it has nothing to do with, do, do with black women. They use black women, meaning white women, they, they use black women to advance their cause. Once they get it, they say, okay, she, Keisha, thank you. See them all at work. And they become the bosses, and, 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 and the um, Keisha becomes the, the employee after marching on Washington. So amazing, man. I saw this article, man, and we and we wire. Um, you can go to wewirenews.com on their website, and I uh, did an article uh, um, earlier this year, and it said what we risk when when we fail to protect black girls. And it says emerging research implicates that this systematic lack of protection in this disproportionately high rates of sexuality transmitted infectious. STDs among black girls and women, and um, this is another thing that, that that I want to talk about because you know this is Atlanta, of course, but we have a multitude of problems uh, dealing with black girls and STD. Um, uh, you may have seen some some articles come across that saying that Atlanta was uh, in top three or top two tier as far as transmitted uh, transmitted the diseases, and the fact that you know, um, in the last several, I think several years or so, you know, they have took the focus on education of, of, of you know, of sex and transmitted disease, and they 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 put more focus on being uh, on on gay lesbianism and, and, and training. So, no longer do they do they really talk about 
on sex and, 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 and the consequences of, of sexually transmitted disease. Oh, no. They're now trying to promote it's okay to be gay. It's okay to be a tranny. If you're a boy, you want to wear a dress to school, wear it. Put it on. And, and what that does, that leaves tens of thousands of our babies in harm's way. And again, we are the black men, the black fathers, to talk to the, the, their sons about respecting the black woman. We lost Corinne Gaines about five years ago, sister up there in Baltimore who, who was shot sitting on a couch with her son. Couldn't find out sister suffered from mental illness from the water. But what's the most shocking part was before the police got there, when they when they arrived, her boyfriend was there with his son. Now, a five-year-old son wasn't his son, but they had a daughter together. I think it's like a one-year-old daughter or so, a nine-month-old daughter. This jackass, he grabs his daughter and leaves. And leaves Corinne with her son. I'd be damned. I would have took that boy, and she would have had to run her ass outside to fight me for him, and, 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 and they may have arrested her, but she'd be allowed today. But the fact that this, this silly fool takes his own daughter and saves his own life, not concerned about that five-year-old boy in this. Again, where's the honor? Where's respect, as our sister Sheila was talking about? In her Facebook post, nobody protecting a black woman. Sandra Bland, same thing. She dies from from a silly ass police officer worrying about a goddamn excuse me a, a cigarette. Then get to the jail. All of a sudden, she's moved to a, a, a new city, job promotion. She gets arrested on, 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 some, on some resistant arrest. I think it was. I forgot. It doesn't really matter what it was. It was petty. And the white officer had a black supervisor. People, people keep forgetting it was a black sister who supervised that whole incident before she got to the jail, what I'm saying. Get to the jail, found, found her dead, talking about some, oh, she hung herself. Are you kidding me? And let me tell you something. A lot of black officers in that jail know what happened to Sandra Branson. Not one of them Negroes. I would have quit that job when he got another job. Came out and said what the hell happened. Not one Negro in that jail. I worked in jail before, and, and, and I, I've heard rumors. Didn't see anything about what officer, what particular officer killed who. And then, and then covered it up. So they knew. They knew. Shout out to Nikia Jones. Now, Officer, Officer Nikia Jones up there in, uh, near the Cleveland area lost her job for doing a Facebook post several years ago about police brutality. And she told them, take off the damn badge if your ass don't, if your ass don't, don't want to protect the service. She lost her job over there. And now God is using his sister to go around and teach young mothers, single mothers in particular, how to protect their babies from these brave soldiers. Shout out to 
Our sister Nikia, Nikia Jones, she was here in Atlanta last night. Always around doing lectures, man. Shout out to that sister Jay. She's now a member of Fly Nubian Queen Network, but this sister here <clears throat> up in New York, nail salon, with, 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 with his mother and daughter, uh, were getting the nails done, didn't like the service, and they were beaten with sticks and brooms. All the way out the door. Brothers walking around looking, niggas got cameras, filming it. Not one brother, and this is New York, you know, you know, New York, we don't play. Not one brother bust that man upside his head, that, that Asian man and his wife. Not one. Again, disrespecting and neglecting the black woman. And yet, during slavery, it was the black woman who kept the black family together, number one, and number two, kept them alive. Kept them alive. She, she was the negotiator with the master. Black women have, 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 been, have been queens and kings. There's a book by Dr. Ivan Van Sertema. It's called Black Women in Iniquity, I think it is. You can just Google it, it'll pop up, Dr. Ivan Van Sertema, Black Women in Iniquity. But, but, but basically, the, the book tells you about these queens in Africa. Before they, were, before they were kings, they were queens. This ain't new to black women. But yet y'all want to run around and, and, and worship Oprah and Gail King. Oprah ain't doing shit. Ain't never done shit. Open up a school over in Africa, not coming to find out. That school, they allegedly are saying was used as a sex ring. Those girls are graduating, coming over here, and becoming maids in service. Oprah didn't take that part, did she? This thing, this thing is diabolical, man. But what's happening to our black women? It is diabolical. And what am I ashamed that is? You got you got sisters in, 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 in every community, and in, 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 in the black community that are doing great things who never get recognized. Thank, shout out to uh, 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 Black Girls Rock because they recognize the sisters in the community who really are doing doing great things. <laughs> Steve Harvey had the Hoodie Award some years ago, but I think he I think he dismantled it thus far because. It was too shameful, I guess, because he's too, he's too big, he's bigger than that now. But it it it, it, uh, it um it represented all the people in the hood who were doing great things. So amazing, so amazing, man. And here we are, and we are not protecting these these, these black women. At all. So amazing. It, 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 it almost seems like black women are out, are out there on their own, fighting their own battle. Black women are, are, are going to therapy, doing the right thing, getting themselves together. They're climbing the corporate ladder despite the gender. The labor market history, if it deals with deep-seated race and gender discrimination among black women. In other words, white women are getting these jobs over black women, but black women 
are the smartest women on the planet. It, it, it has been proven from IQs and, and, and all types of things. There's a sister I, I just celebrated a few days ago who, who um, she designed it, the spaceship in NASA. Right, the sister just turned 85 years old. They didn't know that. Nobody knew that. Hell, I didn't know. They are hidden gems. Most of the most of the, the white races in the south, the governors and all these people, you you know that they, they had black mistresses, they had black mistresses, and some of them had black girlfriends, black wives, but was just as racist as they can be. White men have always known the power of black women. And somehow black men have failed them. <clears throat> I heard Steve Harvey do, he did this thing about, you know, he did a thing recently, well, not recently, but some years ago. It, it was, uh, I think, Dateline or somebody did, did an article in 2020 about why there, there are so many black so many black women, but they, they, they based it out of, out of Atlanta. And I love what Steve Harvey said, though. It, 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 it was an honest, honest uh, uh Response. He said, "He said, my generation failed y'all because we didn't raise these black boys to, to become men, and that's true. And he didn't necessarily mean by you know not being an absentee uh, father, a parent, because I know a lot of uh, um, uh, um, families that got their fathers in the house, but he ain't there." This generation has gotten so spoiled, man, because black folks have achieved some things to a certain degree, what I'm saying, on the surface, put it that way. And we're, we're, we are rapidly trying to lose every tradition. Some traditions are okay, like the way we used to eat. Well, we know that no longer we have to eat that way. We ain't got to eat no pork and collard greens and you know fried foods of that nature. That's a good thing. Because we understand back then we had no choice. But respecting our elders and listening to our elders, checking our elders, you know, spending that time. I used to take my grandmother and my mom to stores, swap meets, thrift stores, grocery stores, markets, you name it. But, 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 but in those travels, I was able to listen to them. I had uncles around me. Wasn't there every day, but, but, but when they were there and when they spoke, we listened. But it wasn't just what they said, it's it, 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 how they acted, how they kept, they were married, they were, they, they were men. One stunning time I seen my one uncle, shout out to my, my uncle Phil. Hell, he always had on work boots like he was going to damn work. Always had on a pair of boots and a t shirt. In some khakis. It can be Sunday. You don't know if you're going to church or going to work. It were men. Shout out to my brother, Irritated Genie, man, for really keeping this thing on the forefront because what they're doing to, to, to black men, the separation, black women too, because they're so, they're so impressionable at younger ages. 
The music talks about division. Everybody getting theirs, sexually or financially. Everybody just, I'm getting mine. I'm doing me. Doesn't matter what nobody say. Doesn't matter how I get it, as long as I get it. No morals. Again, no respect, no honor. Been alleged, we, we, in the last 12 years, nearly 15 or 20,000 black women are missing. Every time somebody, you know, may God rest their soul, Mike Brown, Eric Gardner, Philando Castile, Altron Sterling, and, 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 and thousands of more, the, the brother up, up there in Philly, they got shot in the store in Walmart. When the brothers get shot, the black men go crazy. But when, when Sandra Bland gets get, get hung in the jail, Corinne Gaines gets shot, and thousands of more. We don't even, we don't even, we barely march. The women do. And, and, and that's another problem. I'm like, how in the hell you, you don't you don't be more outraged? I mean, I, I mean, uh, uh, everybody's lives is important. But how you don't really get outraged when a when a mother is gone to leave a children? I mean, it's bad all around. But they damn near act like they don't even care when a black woman is is killed by the hands of a police officer. That blows my mind. Let me tell you something. We got to turn this thing around, man. We want to turn this thing around one way. Or another, and get um, black men to really understand. I mean, there's a lot of organizations that, that are that are doing good things. Uh, shout out to the Big Brothers and Big Sisters organization. I'm a member of that organization. Um, Boys and Girls Club, 100 Black Men, Detroit era, Chicago. A lot of these, uh, Philadelphia uh, and, and, and uh, so on, uh, the 300. Uh, but but we got we we have to get on the on the ball of man training. We're not doing that, people. And I think that, and I, I I know that's where we're dropping the ball of respect and honor. We're trying to get them to go to school, get an education, and all those things, and 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 live out their dreams, and that's fine. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But we're not teaching them on how to respect the black woman, on, on, on etiquette, you know, on how to um, talk to a black young lady, deal with, 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 with a black young lady. Uh, I mean, even at the ages of five, you tell them that's a girl. Don't you know? Don't don't talk to her like that. Don't don't hit her. Don't say that to her. Talk to her. You know you gotta shut that down early. Early. And and, and all your activities because now you know the the, the 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 sad problem is now people do every damn thing around their kids. 
And, and that's a huge problem. That's a huge problem. That people do everything around their children. You know, But um, we have time to turn this thing around, and I really hope we do. I want to really come on here, man, and just harp on this thing because it starts from home. And, and many, many of our black boys, you know, I'm not going to give up on them. But you got to lead by example, man. I mean, you, you got to you got to volunteer. I'm, talk, I'm talking to black men. Now you you got to volunteer. Get yourself. I don't, I don't care if, if, if you're a janitor. Get your behind down to the nearest organization to mentor a young boy, young kid, and just love on him. If he's in the first grade or a fifth grade or sixth grade, talk to him about man about boyhood, becoming a boy to a man. Respect and honor, his character, his integrity. We don't talk about those. Things, I'm telling you, most people, most people now are selling self development, which is which is crucial. But what we're missing the point is, once we develop self development, now we're able to go out into the world and work collectively. Now that now that I have some healing. Or some counseling from my trauma. Now I, I can go out and, and, and contribute to society. Now now I can uh, be involved in a relationship, healthy relationship. Black women, I'm telling you, they are our survival. Black men, that's why they're trying to take you take you away from them first. They're trying to make you gay, training. Bisexual, a weed head, act, you know anything that that will that will separate you from these black women, so these white men can swoop in and play the softest gentle side and like he treat me better, like Serena Williams, and still our our great great queens, but it's our fault to a certain degree. Because you notice, I'm not talking about the ones that are locked up. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the ones that are free. And all you, all you black men in your 20s and 30s and 40s, break your ass up. Put the damn game down. Pick up a damn book. Meditate. Get you some counseling. Stop doing the same thing your uncle and your granddaddy did 30, 40, 50 years ago, going to the club, going to the bar. Got you a new outfit, some, you know, in, in your instance, some new, some new Jordans, throwback jersey. You look like a fool. 30, 40 years old, you still wearing a throwback jersey and some Timberlands. And the same white boy you went to school with, he, you probably were smarter than him. He's some damn doctor lawyer. He grew the fuck up. Pardon my French. You got to kill this shit, man. That these 30, 40 year old dudes, Chris Brown. A damn singer want to be a want to be a thug and a rapper. Make your mind up, man. You're confused. 
all this bubblegum music that you're listening to. Learn about Miles Davis and John Coltrane, some, you know, real music. Cultivate yourself. The black men who are in any role to mentor a young, a young, a young child, I urge you, man, please reach out to these young boys. Reach out to them. How you doing? What's going on with you? How's your grades doing? Don't see. I don't care. You know. You know. He's he's not your son. If he got a ball game, hey, you go check him out. Instead of sit, sitting at a ball looking stupid, go check the kid in your neighborhood out. I don't care if, he, if he's if he's riding the bench. Go check him out. Give him some pointers. Meet his family, of course. You don't want you, you don't want to look like, look like a pervert. Meet the family. That's why I say join an organization so so it can be legit. Take him out. Talk to him. Teach him how to respect his sisters. So he he and let him know you know yeah they they might be little you know they yell at you all the time but explain to him why. Because he's gonna go in that room put them headphones on and, and listen to Chris Brown saying bitch 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 bitch. 20 times over a song, less than three minutes, that's in the spirit now. <laughs> so when he gets mad, the first thing he's going to say is, oh, bitch. You, got to, I'm talking about black men, you got to be that light. You ain't got to have no money because when I first started mentoring, nigga, I ain't have a job. Now what? But I knew I had something to offer. Not even a damn job. I was collecting unemployment. But God told me, I'm like, what What am I going to say? You know, I didn't want to go. I'm like, what the hell am I going to say to him? I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no, I got, I got old 95 Caprice. But it has been the most wonderful ride of my life to see young, young, young men, nine years old, 10 years old, graduating from college and going on to going on to college and playing football and baseball and so on and so forth in the corporate world and doing their thing and still in contact with them. Huh? I always say this. There's somebody that God has birthed for you to serve. You better find them. I don't give a damn what what, what these, these, these moguls telling y'all about money and finance and all these experts. When you die, you die a millionaire being there. God ain't gonna say, "Wow, you, you you know you did a great job, you know, with your company." He gonna say, "Who did you serve?" And he's not talking about your damn employees or, or, or people you 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 claim you, that made money, but you made money off them first. That ain't serving. Serving costs nothing, zero, nada. It's a sacrifice you got to give. But if you're making money off your service, that ain't serving, man. <laughs> That's capitalism. Since my time is up, man, I just want to bring this to you because it really bothered me, man. Sister's asking that question. Damn. What happened to honor respect? So amazing. And as we always say in the part of it, to love yourself, to know yourself, and know yourself comes about spending time with God. I'm going to leave you with our dear brother, Dr. John Henry Clark, and uh, he did this 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 um, uh, lecture amongst a few other scholars 
some thirty something years ago, and they were they were talking about the black family. Again, here's Minister G.L. Hart. We thank you. Peace and God bless. Black family unity today. We'll come back with more with our guests and with you right after these messages. Children 
all little blondes and uh, making life uh, like Africans are bought by blacks, given to their children at Christmas. They think they're doing a nice thing. Those who regularly buy black books, books about black children, take the family to black exhibits in New Zealand. We have decided we don't know about ourselves. Dr. Clark, just to pick up on, I think, because that certainly deals with the second part of the question, what about this process that I think the brother mentioned related to this intensity of keeping 